To cult classics, the, the podcast. podcast. Jinx. That one's a little more fitting this week. Who do we got here today? We got Mark Nussel, Jordan Jones, Cameron Jones here. You got the regular crew. Me asking it was kind of ridiculous because it's always the same group. So is us. But you Ooh, know, I did let down a friend. He's like, "When are you doing Spaceballs?" I'm like, "Oh, Thursdays." Like, so I'm not going to be in it. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess not. We've had a problem. <laughs> I'm with, for two on we, that. We've had a problem with having a few drinks. And uh, by the way, we're doing Spaceballs. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, We've had a few problems of uh, drunkenly promising our friends that we'll let them be part of their favorite movies on this podcast, but uh, we haven't yet. You know, we 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 live we we live we move quick. Okay, we don't we're not planners. Uh, But you can tell that from our four month hiatus. True. Uh, But Mark, uh, what movie are we doing today? We're doing the uh, 1987 classic, cult classic, Spaceballs. Pardon me, sir. I have an idea. Corporal, get me the video cassette of Spaceballs the movie. Yes, sir. How can there be a cassette of Spaceballs the movie? We're still in the middle of making it. We're the Spaceballs! Hey, what'd you do to my friend? The same thing I'm going to do to you, big boy. I'll have the cleavage. They're special. I don't know what to do! I can't make decisions! I'm a president! You! You're hiding me! It's me! It's us! I've taken it to every wise man in the universe, and nobody could tell me what it means. I always have coffee when I watch radar. You know that. Of course I do, sir. Everybody knows that! Of course we do, sir! Or else what? Tell him, Vinny. Carl's Pizza is gonna send out for you. laughing during the preview that's yeah. that you the know. end is that the end of it that's the end nice. of the preview uh so as always uh quick synopsis uh, the it's a mel brooks parody of a star wars movie i don't i don't think we need to go that's any the easiest way that. to say it that's yeah, the if you know mel brooks and if you know star wars you know what we're talking about if not you have, Probably have, not you have hours of like you have hours of research to do before this movie not that it's needed um so i guess really the real thing is is this a cult classic yes it was it did not do financially well it barely made back its money and because of its real release into a home box office cassette. Is that how you say it? 
probably anyway vhs when it got to vhs it, that's it, when it hit it got that's, a that's pretty much check 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 right check, there. check yeah the usual things well this is i found this interesting though when i was like getting ready to watch this movie it only has a 53 percent on the tomato meter and that's bullshit it's like 84 by users though it oh, seems oh, like something that are, the tomato would kind of shit on no. The, no the rotten tomato guys would like though yeah. you would think so you, but you, i, are I the actually the Mel brooks movies kind of shit on though I, is, no is, like blazing saddles is like really high like way too high huh it's like 85 percent. well i mean I, I mean that was his most like no everything i read about this contra- from so they take it from like real critics of the, like the reviews the t- of the, the tomato time. meter yeah oh then factor in the so they have top critics and then they have users the users like anybody the top critics is like publications right okay so, so they're taking those into account maybe on that one yeah on the on the top critics everything that i read was it's an okay spoof and it came out I will say this: long it isn't, Star Wars it isn't my favorite or least favorite Mel Brooks movie. It's kind of right in the it middle. It is for my me. favorite Mel Brooks. Is it really? Movie. I'm not yeah. sure if it's my favorite, but it's definitely like it was my one, favorite. It's, up there. It was, it's, it's one or it's one. It's top three for sure. It's right even keel for me. Well, I'm guessing me and Jordan just have the same thing. Then I just watched this one a lot as a this kid. This is the one this I watched. I, I watched this. A I, lot. Probably this one in Robin Hood Men in Tights. I watched the most. Ooh, I Robin Hood Men in Tights was. You'll find that that one's not a a, a popular one. Men among. in Tights. I I know. I'm I'm like doing just some of this research. I'm finding that my favorite ones are kind of low on the ratings, which is bullshit, and you're all wrong. But what I read about this one is um, Mel Brooks made this movie like five years after the last Star Wars, Return of the Jedi. So maybe it just wasn't as like... No, it, I think this is before what happened was in real time, like if you went to see this movie in 1987, people were like, well, Star Wars has kind of been over for a while and we don't care and we don't want to see this now. But they didn't know that the Star Wars was so Return last of the, forever. Return of the Jedi ever was true. when it ended. like eighty two or something. Oh wow, okay. Or eighty three. I don't know. Don't don't ask me that. So you think don't, make just... me like, don't make <laughs> no, me no. seem like an amateur on this podcast. You can so do really. math. You can do math. Well, no, I gotta look. Yeah, but this is math of my bullshit facts. It's that five I read fucking earlier. years. Um. Yeah. So it was like six years before. Okay. That. So back to Spaceballs. We did quick synopsis. We did. Let's get quickly into the cast and crew. All right. For cast and crew, mostly just cast. We've got Mel Brooks as President Scroob. Um, Hell, Scroob. <laughs> Rick Moranis as Dark Helmet. Bill Pullman Smoke as Captain Lone Star. John Candy as Barf. Do you like referring to him as Lord Helmet or Dark Helmet? I go back and forth because they do. I'm, I'm, I'm cool either way. Uh, now I'm going to start doing Lord Helmet. Lord Helmet? He only <laughs> do that a few times, but I don't know. No, yeah, Joan Rivers as Dot Matrix. Which um, that just for some... I've watched this movie a million times, and I don't know why that just dawned on me like this viewing. I'm an idiot. I'm 28. Who, I should have known. Who's Princess Vespa? Daphne Zuniga? Oh, I don't do yeah, casting crew. I no. never look up. So. I just didn't want to pronounce it wrong. Right. Oh, that's That's fair. typically the boat I'm in. Mm-hmm. That's why um, you have the job. Dick Van Patten is King Roland. There's some other... other he plays Good other names. parts in George in Weiner, movies. Colonel Sanders. Um, Do I know him from anything else, or is it really mainly this? Oh, I, he he seemed. He I asked so Jordan familiar. when I was watching earlier. He, he seems familiar, but this is like the main thing I know him from for sure. I mean, it's like his most notable role for me at least. He's got a he's got a recognizable face. Yeah. Oh, that's about it. I mean, you yeah, got pretty small Ronnie cast, Graham really. is the minister. Jim J. Bullock is Prince Valium. That's about it. Dom DeLuise does the voice of Pizza the Hut, but okay. he did not do the. Actually, inside the well, that, it's not an animatronic. Oh, I know. Actually, I, I'm this isn't a fun Save fact. It. No, it's not even a fun fact, but like I was just watching it this time around, and you you can see a tongue in there, but you that's kind of just the guy's chin. I noticed if you actually look at the open mouth, every once in a while you can see a human mouth, like a lower lip and some teeth. To me, it was just like I could see the eyes. The The mouth looked which like is, a like a pig's mouth, which is terrifying. Those <laughs> eyes like are just it. terrifying in there because, like, that's what I was kind of noticing this time. Because when I was a kid, I would look at him like, oh, that's scary, but like. 
But next time you watch it, stare at the mouth, and every once in a while on the top, you can it's see a, like a real human mouth. Pizza appear. the Hut is a disturbing costume. He's it like li- he's like leaking everywhere. It's gross. It's, it's it's gross. gross. Yeah. It is very gross. Yeah, it, it gets just more unsettling with age. So I looked up um, George Weiner, who played um, Colonel Sanders. He's in a bunch of stuff, but I don't think anything that we'll hear this one. Yeah, he's in Spaceballs, Fletch, A Serious Man, The Devil's Advocate, okay. Not Another Teen Movie, Bad News Bears, American Pie Two, All the President's Men, To Be or Not to Be. That's another Mel. What was he in American Pie? Uh, American yeah, Pie old enough, 2 Old enough that he has to be a dad He'd be like, like, like a teacher Trouble with the Curve Fletch Lives That's the second Fletch My favorite year Snow Bride The Bad News Bears Go to something in 1978 That I. So we've I, probably I, seen him somewhere Yeah we've is, seen is, him But I, this is his no, most notable roles to me Obviously he's in uh, uh, Kevin Costner's The Postman the Postman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, should that be more notable to me? No, nah, it's for 1997. This okay, is, it, just, it, it takes place in the future, and everybody looks like that in the Civil War. Okay, that, Tom Petty has oh, a... Sounds right up your alley, then. Yeah, it does. Let's keep it going. Uh, I'm just going to throw in a quick crew member. John Morris uh, did the music in this film, and I'm actually a pretty big fan of the music. So, I looked at the uh, cinematographer. He, was a, he did some things... Of notable, he did this. Would you say it was Nick McLean? Did he do it Star was. Wars? Because I mean, he did not do the Star effects Wars. are very similar. Ooh, we'll get sorry, Star Wars. Save that we'll for special. Special. Right, we'll go to unverified. We'll save that for but there is a, there is a fun reason for that. Um, what uh, category do we have up next after casting crew? I can't um, remember. If, if we got to explain Mel Brooks, you're not listening to the right podcast. You either know him or you don't by now. Yeah, uh, we, we're not going to get into that. But he, uh, he's we, Mel Brooks. We should maybe touch on this. It seems like Jordan insinuated that you're either a Monty Pythoner or a Mel Brooks. I don't think so because I'm I. I drew unnecessarily I a line in the sand. Funny enough, I here's, just watched okay, here's, uh, the whole. Here's you happened. drew the line in the sand, or is there a line in no, the sand? No, I drew that I'm the crossing? line in the sand. Here's what happened. Um, growing up, one of my friends were they were really into Monty Python. I was really into Mel Brooks, even though they liked Mel Brooks. I'm like, listen, you're either one or the other. You can't be both. But it turns out you just can't. I will say this though. I think you're going to agree with We're me. We're going to say the same thing. That you find a lot of assholes who quote yeah. Monty Python a little more. Yeah, Monty Pythoners are usually a little quotier and annoying, and they like whipping those quotes out as kind of like a trump card. They're like, oh, but I fought in your general direction kind of thing. And I'm like, oh. You can't just whip out the knights you say knee in anytime you want. No, and but it's also hard for me to say, yo ho, Lord Helmet. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not, I, I often tell, I'll say this to Megan. I'll be like, Megan, I'm not, I don't got to explain her to listeners. I'll say this to Megan. She'll do something. I go, you went over my helmet? Actually, she doesn't even know what this, I'm talking this about. This is one I say a lot that like doesn't fit a lot, but I'll just like go, oh shit, there goes the planet. <laughs> After I see anything kind of vaguely bad. Okay, so we'll save the rest of those for quotes. Yeah. But. So, so back to what we were saying. I don't think so. I like them. I like them equal as much. They're so similar. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I think because there is such do you similarity. Like PS4 or Xbox? It's they're they're both good. Yeah, but like which one do you have at home? Both. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, both. At you home. can have both if you're one of those kids that have. Technically, both. we have two PlayStations and only one Xbox. So I, I think just, we're more I, I think growing up, one my family watched it more. I was I was introduced to Mel Brooks more, but also I got like the Jew connection and it's nice. You know? Yeah. I think that actually may be part of it too, though, mostly being possibly pushed by our Jewish mother that, uh, there's, there's just a lot of inside Jewish kind of shtick and like old theater kind of comedy. It's not to that it. inside. It's pretty young. Well, yeah. Like he, they're Jewish. <laughs> it's kind of the same with Monty so. Python guys though. Like the, it's kind of theater esque. Oh, yeah, it is yeah. for sure. But I think it's the annoying part of theater for me. <laughs> and that's maybe what <laughs> more of a speech kid kind of thing. It's a speech kid thing. And that's the difference. Whereas I'm like, and I know it's funny after as an extracurricular, but it's more, look at us. Aren't we silly? I'm like, no, 
You're annoying me. <laughs> uh, for the viewers, it is funny, so I don't. I won't get into this. Was a, uh, a theatrical. What would you call it? Uh, after, uh, it was kind of like improv versus per- one it, act plays. It was a per- it was a performance arts extracurricular activity yeah. essentially. A lot of those people would go into improv Olympics and whatever. Most of them probably weren't funny enough. Now, Ooh. correct me if I'm wrong, but the Monty Python guys, I feel like they kind of had like a, a core group of guys that were in each movie, whereas well, like the Mel Brooks They seem guy. more like a troop, Mel, if you will. Mel Brooks has like a Did bit he? of that. Well, he has like reoccurring for sure actors. Okay. that he like, kind of, he's, been, he's reoccurring. But, but less of a reoccurring cast. But uh, funny enough, I was just listening to a Monty Python like podcast, but uh, like they weren't like overly close friends necessarily or like or like during Monty Python they just the like met in college and doesn't that always suck to yeah, hear you want them to be like of, close like yeah, tight knit yeah, friends even though they're just like business that. partners yeah, know, or you'll find that they, I have mainly a working fr- relationship with Cameron we just do this podcast we are brothers outside after Christmas but. when the podcast was down I didn't see him until like two weeks ago yeah. good to see you nice to see you Ma- I see Mark Mark and I are definitely closer friends than you and me well you guys work together and see each other on the daily play golf I don't like hoops I do like golf you guys do golf I don't know it's really disappointing that you don't you like You guys have, like, similar hours, too, though. Yeah, we share like, DNA, you have the same but no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no we big have deal. a book club, too. I don't know if you want to. We have a book club. It's oh, goddamn. Just, I'm um, listening to a book. Just all. <laughs> I've been just, reading a book. <laughs> oh, I'm not reading. I'm listening. There's a difference. <laughs> Only R.L. Stein books, though. Speaking well, there's a connection to that. There we'll is get a that. connection. What's our next later? category? We're rambling a bit on in this one, probably, but whatever. Um, We normally go into likes and favorite aspects. Okay, you know, I can. I, I, I'm ready for that. Likes and favorite aspects. Likes and favorite aspects. Um, just first for favorite aspects, just because I already kind of mentioned it. I, I really like the score for it. Like, it actually seems like a genuine score for like this type of like action movie, not like a comedy. Like, so like whimsical. I like, kind of score. had it split into two categories. Like, it's funny when um, first you see Captain Lone Star uh, in in the Winnebago ship. And they're listening to some like '80s rock. Ooh, it's Bon Jovi, and I only know that because I. Had the Is it cap- a real song? It's not like a fake song. Yeah, it said Bon Jovi. The guy had the caption on it. It just said like singing Bon Jovi. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, so I don't know. Oh, I guess it's real. It song. is kind of fun. So there's two parts. I liked the I liked the '80s rock aspect when they're listening to the radio, I and do then like that too. I do like the, the score. How it's so similar, to like a John Williams kind of piece. Yeah, it, it sounds the, fitting, but it is Dirty's '80, and I love. They that. They must have been going for that because of the space, or because it's a parody of Star Wars, right? Don't yeah, you, you, think? you. It's got to yeah. be. But they just they, but was they, a good they did it they well. Did. Yeah, they did it really well. They under pressured. Uh, uh, George Lucas, I think, if you will, under pressure. <laughs> no, yeah. we go bing bing. Anyway, so I think <laughs> I think what happens is this movie breaks down into two huge likes, gags and physical gags, and then just all the quotes. It's and it we'll go into cool. them, but like that's what I break it down into. There's so much. I, I wish like. I would. I, I didn't know we were gonna do a gag sequence here, but there are a shit ton of gags. Like just every so every many. scene is just the setup for either a punchline or a gag or just like a physical. And gag. I actually think, and this will kind of bleed into questions and comments, but I think that this movie is funny on its own. That you don't have to see Star Wars necessarily to get everything and enjoy it. Well, I agree with that. Well, like I actually I saw this long before I saw any of the Star Wars. Because it's, it's more punny than yeah. funny. Like, yeah. Well, it's the same shit, but or you, you could just get these outside well, like combing the desert isn't right. a Star Wars term. It's not it's not like any subtlety in like the, the references or like the jabs. It's, it's like you are, know who Chewbacca is, you know who like Han Solo is, so you can you can get the main jokes. Yeah, it doesn't do a real deep dive no. that I think you would even that, get I mean them that's on their a, own. I guess a gag Surface level in itself is the costuming, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I feel like more like like your robot chicken or um, Family Guy will actually do some of those like more niche kind of jokes for for the fans of that. Yeah, yeah, and they're that, playing like that. more this lore one plays kind of a little gags. bit more joke on the genre and large, you know, big time the movie, but not as like deep dive into the specific movie. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Mm-hmm. 
Jordan, the next favorite aspect I'm going to say, but it's really more your thing. But I, I'll take it from you. What is it? Breaking the fourth wall. Well, fuck you. Okay, yeah. I love breaking. <laughs> I've got a whole category of just fourth wall breaks. This movie's just loaded with them. And if you don't know what a fourth wall break is, it's a, it's a movie term for acknowledging that they're in a movie or talking to the audience. And this movie does it so many times. We'll go off to list them. Was this second. before or after Blazing Saddles? This I, was after. Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles maybe, maybe it's just a Mel Brooks thing, but he, he does that a lot, which... Again, is, yeah, is like, something uh, I like a lot. History of the world you got. It's good to be the king. And, it's uh, good to be the king's his reoccurring line. You yeah, know? I like that one. Um, I was trying to think of others, but that was the, the only one that came to mind. Oh, what, so. fourth wall breaks? Yeah, uh, or uh, just the whole, like, movies. I mean, in this one, there's the definitely... Blazing like, Saddles when they go through the whole Hollywood set. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, that. that's a big fourth wall thing, so... Uh, what, what are some... Other, Mark, do you have any other favorite aspects? I'm, just, I'm kind of looking at what I have, and a lot of them are just kind of specific costuming things. Um... Oh, I got a good one for you then. Lone Star's dope-ass all-white wedding suit at the end. It's like a jumpsuit. Did he just have that so, in the Winnebago? Did they make a pit stop for him to buy it? I have cool a comment the on Winneba- that. The Winnebago in itself. The is Winnebago, yeah, period. Yeah, that is, like, period. Winnebago. Just period the whole thing. I love being in the cockpit. I'm like, maybe I should save up and buy like, a 1987 Winnebago. One of my... Um, well, what's the bumper sticker say? I love, I love Uranus. Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. like it's just, just It's full of those little type of things. We could go on and on about those. Um, the, 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 the comment about the, the costume, I think it's funny that he found out and he's a prince and he's like, I got to change outfits for this. Oh yeah, of course. Although also I was kind of thinking like he has, his costume in general is kind of funny. It's just like a, a button up like shirt and like leather jacket and khakis. Like. You could easily do this, but you got to get your, you got to get your, uh, barf. This, that's an easy go-to Halloween costume if you're just going to be Lone Star. But you got to be around with your guy that plays Chubby. You gotta, yeah, you got to have a barf guy. Yeah, because otherwise you're just Alec Baldwin from Beetlejuice with a leather jacket on. Or just anybody with a leather jacket, I think. In that movie, Alec Baldwin's always wearing like a butt. He's wearing essentially the same thing minus the jacket. Take a look. Uh, oh. More with the costuming, like uh, Prince of Vespa's, like the, the bun headphones she takes off. Per, that, that, like per, as like Princess Leia, that's well, that's funny. That's, that's something that you fact. wouldn't necessarily yeah. get if you didn't like appreciate Star Wars. What do you Star think Wars? is the most Star Wars gag that you wouldn't get if you hadn't seen the movie? I don't. Just, I, I, don't I don't know. Pizza the Hut. Pizza the Hut. I mean, not really. Like, they're all like main character. Ja- like they're all like notable. They're very ca- characterable jabs. So yeah. there's nothing ever like anything really subtle that wouldn't you you would miss really. So. A lot of my favorite aspects are just lines and gags. Do, can we go into them or do we want to wait? Hold up, because those okay. are two different things. But back to one thing, though. The 80s vibe and the song, I like it when a film has a straight-up theme song for the movie, like a Ghostbusters. Space this balls. has like a Spaceballs. I like when there's an overly, pretty much an 80s thing. When's the first time we hear that? Is it, just what, at the is end, it, I think. I think what, when, they're like when, a, when the ship is the like... Self-destruct, the self-destruct. The escape pod yeah. part. Yeah. That's it really, buried it till it the really end. seems like it should just be a credit song, but they stick it Actually, in the movie. Actually, let me go on to that. So the, the, during the self-destruct and the, the nanny bot or whatever they call it. Uh, Mega, Mega Maid. Mega Maid. When the three of them, when um, Scrooge, uh, Colonel Sanders, and Darth Dark Helmet, when they become like a three threesome trio, mm-hmm. it gets really funny yeah. and gimmicky and gaggy. And until they meet up, I don't know, I really like the end when they're like, oh, it's kind of like... Um, uh, da, 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 three da, Stooges, da. Three Stooges, like yeah, I was gonna. Say that kind of happens in like Mel Brooks movies that like there there'll be a kind of like a trio of. I agree. Maybe maybe that's more Monty Python though. I don't well, know. Was... Robin Hood, Robin and Men in Tights is kind of like that. I agree though. Not I like really I like when they the kind of group up and and are feeding off yeah, each but other. They're they're not there. They're, they're, yeah, there's some good playing back and forth coming together. 
Uh, I think that's all I have for favorite aspects without it just being one. So I just kind of got this gag uh, watching this time. Prince Valium constantly yawning. Oh, yeah. I never really, never really got that or cared to notice that before. I I didn't make that connection as a kid, but like it was like a few like, I don't know, like somewhere like early, late teens. Honestly, I've never put together um, Colonel Sanders and the chicken and the chicken. That one just to like this mm. view was the first huh. time I got that. That's a that's an easy one. <laughs> yeah, but like that's at the beginning and like they do say Sanders a lot, but they don't say like Colonel Sanders. Uh, true. You know what? I'm gonna say like this is really kind of a quote and a gag, but I just gotta say the this used to be my favorite part of the movie as a child. The the how many assholes are on this ship? That might be like kind of my favorite joke in the entire film. Um, my favorite. Well, the best gag in the film is I think. Where are we now? Not when, but soon. Then I'd argue it's the asshole one. Mark, what's your favorite? You I'm gonna have joke? to agree with Jordan. The, uh, the, the, the who's on first, essentially. But like, when do we miss it? Just now. Yeah, that but one. the fact that they brought it like you're watching the actual film and it's there. That's never been done. They they updated it and it was really funny. My favorite. That wasn't my favorite joke growing up. What was your favorite one growing up? Growing up, it was. Do you think we're taking this a little too literally? They told us to comb the desert, so we're combing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, Find anything. Yeah, that used to be my favorite. That used to be my favorite line. We ain't found shit. That's my favorite line. With the Afro pick. Yeah, with the Afro pick. I don't know if that aged well. That's the only time we no see two black people. Have you seen Blazing Saddles? That's why we can't. We can't do it. Just it's just a tough one to. It's a tough 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 one one for three white guys to do. Yeah. Quotes. Quotes. Favorite quotes. Okay, this week we're doing things a little differently because Mel Brooks movies are very gaggy and sticky. So apart from just doing quotes, we also are going to have a gag thing. But just to start it off, this, I mean, every scene is either a setup for a punchline or a gag. So there's a ton. So we're just going to try to just a ton of yeah, one. So we're going to try to keep it brief, but we're going to go through this because we love this movie. There's a ton of quotes and gags. So, Jordan, kick it off. I started my notes chrono- chronologically. So it starts with, oh, shit. Not oh, that. That's the first one <laughs> yes, I had down to. That. Just, there's a lot of <laughs> shit. There's a lot of swears in this movie that aren't like shouldn't be funny, but just the delivery is, is so funny. Him just going, "Oh shit!" Is, so that, is that his ring at yeah. the beginning? He's like, it's, oh, a, shit. "It's at the beginning when there's a space ball that just gets lasered in the balls." But his fear is just super funny. Oh, this is a question. What's happened in their balls? What, what's going on? <laughs> my girlfriend. Asked, I actually never know. I, oh, I never oh, thought about it. It's just well, like I, well, my girlfriend asked that last night, and I was when initially I was like, I don't know, but I was like, well, actually, there's no fire, so. I don't know, just pain. I think it's just laser pain. Just laser pain. Those yeah. balls, like, uh, the, like electrocution, maybe. Yeah, it's probably the closest intact. thing. Well, like you, you get them afterwards; they'll be fine. Yeah, they're, still got your you balls. get them. Yeah, just just think about okay. it like a continuous. You gotta kick. keep them. It's a continuous yeah. kick to the balls. Think okay. of it like that. <laughs> uh, Mark, uh, what do you got for quotes? When when they are dehydrated in the desert and like the what are they? I don't know what they call them. These little guys who come up. I just call them dink dinks. Yeah, I call them the dink dinks. The dink dinks that come up and like they're like they're giving barf some waters. Ah. Thanks, little guy. <laughs> he just starts lapping up some water. Oh, thanks, little guy. I like Bill Pullman's response. You're like, when did we get to Disneyland? <laughs> I love that part. Uh, I like this one a lot. Uh, it's when President Scrooge gets teleported to the other room and he opens up his uh, tailcoat. And he's like, why did anyone tell me my ass was so big? That one's good. That's funny. That's good. That goes into one of the gags. Not if we jam it. <laughs> the jam. That's a jam. good jam one later. Or gag later. Raspberry. Sorry. Uh, Nobody would. This is relevant. Him. I can't make a decision. I'm president. Ooh, president yeah. Screw. Yeah, 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 that's a funny one. Oh, but I did s- notice this gag. Uh, he he had a he had a book he was reading in bed, and it was just like 
Richard Nixon, I didn't do it. That was like the, <laughs> That's funny. I, I really looked at it because I couldn't tell what it was. This is also a gag, but it's also a quote. But how many assholes we got on the ship? I wish I would have written this down. But really, the kind of one I, the, I did. the funnier part is him. Could you say it? Which part? The sir, I'm doing my best. Oh no! Like, when the colonel's like private class, second something like first class, asshole. Like when he's like Philip go, asshole. When he's like going through his actual rank, like how seriously he says it's so I, funny. I didn't write that part. That, down. That, he's I an asshole, sir. Like it's like it's his like, last name is it's like it's like a first class private something major asshole. He's a major asshole, sir. I, knew it. Oh, I wish Surrounded one of us would have written assholes. that down. Well, do you want to look it up? Actually, I'm going to throw this one at you real quick because like you say the king isn't funny, but it's a really funny lie from him. Hmm. He's like, and if at all possible. Try to save the car. That's funny, man. Yeah, yeah, but that's just the line. <laughs> so he didn't do anything. Any, anytime they have a swear in it, it just gets me for some reason. Shit. Shit. <laughs> that one's really funny with the Lots sound the effects beeps, guy. The sweeps and the soups. You know. <laughs> Who's going to do it? Come um, back, I, you fat bearded bitch. <laughs> oh, that's a great one. Rick, <laughs> Mick, you fat bearded bitch. Rick, Rick Moranis at the end when they're all going to the escape pods and he uh, confronts the bearded um, lady. After the ludicrous speed. Um, uh, Darth Dark Helmet hits his head. He gets up all wobbly. And How are you like, feeling? All right. How are you feeling? I think we should take a five minute break. Smoke him if you got This him. is real good. But when he when he's flying through the air and like just he's straight, like clearly, yeah, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious to me. I also like kind of when they just replay it later. It's like, uh, skip, fast forward this part. In fact, never play this again. <laughs> never play uh, this again. I already mentioned this one, but I don't know why. But this gets me to laugh really hard. It's when they capture the pre- the princess in the laser beam, and Rick Moranis is going through his whole spiel about how she can't escape. But one of the guards just goes, "Jaho, Lord Helmet." But like Rick Moranis just slowly looks at him like, what, what the fuck? is that? And then just, yeah, what, what is it? But it just gets me so hard and I don't know why. And to go on to that, those are the two guys that stole our outfits. Yeah, they beat the shit out of us. They beat the shit out of us. That's a good one. Uh, that is uh, also, it's art from uh, the Burbs. Yeah. Wait, what's the, there's, there's another like high pitched thing where he's like, prepare for. Sh- he's, prepare the ship. Prepare the ship. Prepare the ship. Prepare the ship. That's a good one. Prepare you the ship for ludicrous. Sir, buckle up. Buckle this. <laughs> buckle this. Uh, buckle Luther this. Speed. Go. Oh, okay, it doesn't give anymore, but it's actually kind of funny. His whole spiel, like the close the three ring circus, like both the like the self destruct. They, the they keep going. They keep going. This is like maybe one of the biggest quotes. Out I of bet this. she gives great helmet. Well, that's not what I was gonna say. But I'm your father's brother's cousin's former roommate. What does, what that, does that make us? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Which is what <laughs> you're about to become. That's a pretty big one out of it. You know, I'm done. <laughs> this one's a really funny one, kind of, to me. But at the end, when the alien's popping out, and someone's like, water, get him some water. And the guy just responds, water my ass. Get this guy some Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> and there's like, there's something popping out of his chest. Like I just like that that's his reaction. And I already said this one, so I'll just throw it in quick. But like, space balls. Oh, shit. There goes the planet. I just like that one a lot from the Planet of the Apes at the end. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> I hate That's it when good. my Schwartz gets twisted up like that. Here, you put your leg there and I'll put mine. <laughs> you know, like I, it's not, I don't want to quote the whole thing, but even that whole moment, it's like, I can't believe it, man. You <laughs> felt like, like when he's doing that part's really fun. He's like, you fell for the oldest trick in the book. Like he, his, his accent gets like <laughs> you Jama- goof. What happens? He gets Jamaican-ish there. All of a sudden, his accent gets weird. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe there's a million quotes, but like that's like kind of I'm re- yogurt. Yeah, we're sorry for yogurt. the past five I minutes, hate guys. Yogurt, even with strawberries. strawberries. It's like the other. We're yo- sorry. The other yogurt one's a good one. It's like, please, please, I'm just plain yogurt. <laughs> that's a good one. Nice dissolve. And that was the last one I had. That's a big gag. Okay, I'm just gonna list through these quickly, like all the gags, and then we'll break them down because and decide. Oh I don't, Jesus! I don't think I remember, like, I'm just gonna go quickly through them. You have the hair gag. 
You have the beaming one where he's clearly in the other room. That's a funny one. You have the not if we jam it. You have like a continuous just barf hitting like his tail is hitting Lone Star in the face. They up the skirt. He's just always doing tail stuff. Ludicrous speed. Spaceballs the movie. The dink dinks as we call them. Uh, cold. This is a subtle one. I didn't catch until this time. But Lone Star says, nah, cold never bothered me. Then he instantly he starts shivering. shivering. I for some reason never picked up on that as a kid. Uh, the yogurt Yoda stuff, just any of the yogurt things. Uh, the Schwartz be with you instead of the force. That's just a whole gag. Merchandising, turning off the movie when they're trying to turn off the TV. <coughs> the luggage, one, two, three, four, five. Stunt doubles. Uh, the sh- Ooh, this, stunt doubles. This is a kind of a subtle one too, but like when, when there's like the dun dun dun, when there's like the timpani and it's just President Scrooge running through the ship and he's out of breath and he gets Scroobs. there. Scrooge, sorry. Scroobs. Uh, but he gets there and he's like, the ship is too big. If I walk, the movie will be over. That's just kind of a fun. That's almost, that's pretty much a quote. Uh, the transforming scene. It's a transformer. Uh, twisting the Schwartz. Killing the camera guy. The Rocky 5000 and the alien popping out of the chest. And those are kind of the, the main gags in the movie that I wrote down. Granted, you there's forget, a gag every you get second. You your Planet of the Apes. Oh, shit. Planet of the Apes. So obviously I missed a bunch. Any other ones? What do you think are the main ones out of that? You though? pretty much just narrowed it all down with that. So what are your favorite ones? Mark Jordan has the Jordan has Call the, in the Desert, Ludicrous Speed. Those are my two favorite ones. I would say Ludicrous Speed is definitely a big one for me, is the main one. And then I think the the biggest one for the movie is when they they watch themselves the, in real time. I think that's my favorite part. Yeah. The merchandising for sure. I might just say the whole battle at the end with the Schwartz twisting. Anything with Schwartz. I, I'd Watch say, the in, movie. In general, the Schwartz. But that's pretty much all the gags. But again, if you guys have a favorite oh, gag you missed, I, make sure you write us in at social, on our social this. media. Um, in the part where Lone Star's doing flips and stuff, in the wide shots when he's doing flips, it's quite clearly a Not stunt him. double. Yeah. I and hope it's the same stunt double, too. I, I hope so, but I don't I hope know. that is a real stunt double. Uh, moving on. Questions, comments, This week for questions, comments, and animosity, it's obviously going to be. How I mean, much do you like this movie? Well, it's going to. It's anytime we do a comedy. Is that your question? I have a comment a lot. Okay. Anytime we do a comedy, you can't really have that many, especially a spoof, any animosity or questions because it's a joke. Yeah, it's all a so, joke. The only thing, I mostly have comments. Like, number one, the princess's uh, car, her space car, is supposed to be a 2001. And I just like any time before 2000 that how, how far they thought we'd be. It's, Never picked that up. I didn't until this time. Here's a here's a little animosity on that. Mm-hmm. As 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 far as they go, the door on that car seems flimsy. Oh, it seems and it very really pisses weak. me off, and it always has, even as a kid. And how like, how big was the budget for this shit? Twenty two million. Twenty a lot. Actually, a on. lot. One of his biggest. We couldn't we couldn't tighten it up a little you know what's bit. What's crazy? One of his only other biggest bigger budget budget. Dracula Dead and Loving It, like twenty five million. Uh, here's the, I guess this is almost kind of a like, but it's more just a comment. I like after they throw out that giant hair dryer. That they just keep carrying the empty <laughs> luggage bags. That was kind of a like to me. Yeah, I mean, some of these are kind of just more like subtle likes that just weren't oh, aren't, aren't favorite aspects of the I movie. I did just notice one thing car- carrying on with that joke that, that, that I've never noticed ever before this viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, when they have the kindling in the fire, it's the luggage. Oh, is it? The luggage is in there. I'm like, oh, good. I never noticed that before. I guess that's why you have to carry it. You need it later. Um, I do have an animosity that Cameron told me, and I'll bring this up for him because I think I'll forget it. Sure. Um, this is a question towards you. Do you think that Bill Pullman's a good actor? 
I don't, but I like him a lot. Okay, you're putting me, you're making you're making me sound like a bad guy here. Yeah, because Mark <laughs> and I think he's totally cool. Because I'm actually a really big <laughs> fuck you. We think he's fine. I'm I'm a really big Bill Pullman fan. He was our only untouchable in recasting. Okay, nah, that's not true. <laughs> that's not, not true. true really putting me on the spot here. No, I'm joking. That's not true at all. Oh uh, well, what do you, what, what do you think his biggest role is? It's maybe Independence Day. It's Independence Day. Independence Day. Or Probably, Casper. It, maybe Casper is for, like uh, in my family it might be Newsies. Um, yeah, for Jordan it's probably Lake Placid. For me it's probably Casper, but I I, I would get why people say Independence Day. I mean, yeah, I mean it's like, just the biggest. The the, that's the day. biggest movies I'm sure Independence Day. You know, he's got the big. He's got the speech. speech. He's got the speech. Because today's. Our Independence Day. All right, I got an animosity. No, for I you. agree with you though. Rewatching it He's this time, Christian kind of Bale. focusing on. Well. I'm bad at that. I'm working on it, guys. <laughs> wait till you hear my Rick Moranis. It's bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Can't wait. Well, no, he's I guess a, I just a, I came up with new animosity just now since you said his name. Go on. His his like dark helmet voice. You oh, don't think the, it's good? I don't. I just. Well, I just it doesn't need to be it. good, but I, I just don't like it. Oh, I actually loved how they went back and forth. When the mask was up, he was Rick Moranis, and when it was down, they had. Dark I just helmet. didn't like his dark helmet voice. I guess I don't know. Would you have preferured it was actually just James? Would it have been funnier if it was just James Earl Jones with the mask down? Yeah. That well, actually, until until he was playing with the dolls, I'm like, I wonder if that's like, I wonder if that's him. If that is just someone else. But doing then it. it was his voice. Yeah. Did they do any effects there, or is it just him talking? It sounds like it, it sounds like they it had to do him. something, right? I don't think. I don't so. think so. I think it's just him. I think it was probably because it was. I guess he's not that low. He's just talking like this. <laughs> he's not <laughs> doing it. I didn't like low. it. Yeah, he's just he's widening. His, it's just deeper. Uh, here's a big thing that pisses me off. <laughs> not really. It's pretty subtle. <laughs> really so, pisses you off. At huh? the end really of the movie, the liquid Schwartz. Like this is no one's gonna notice, but the glove compartment is only the width of that can. Like, there's no practical reason for that. <laughs> have glove you ever compartment. been in a 1987 Winnebago? Yeah, multiple times. <laughs> no, you got I have cup not. holders everywhere. You don't need a fucking glove you compartment. A, you've got you've got cabinets. the glove compartment is you've like got the cabinets. thickness of like a hotel Bible. Like, there's no you you couldn't put anything in that. Uh, Gideon's Gideon's Bible. <laughs> That's Gideon's. the one. By the way. Anytime I like put oil in my car, I always think of Liquid Schwartz. Now. I do too. In fact, I made a post not too long ago. Actually, it might have been a couple of years ago. I have no concept of time of me like putting something in your car and it just said Liquid, Liquid Schwartz. Schwartz. Oh, it was when your like car was dying. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I had a pretty shitty car a couple of years ago. Real disappointed on the lack of likes that I got in the Liquid Schwartz post. I thought it was hilarious. You know what Mark has in common with uh, Spaceballs? What's that? He breaks for no one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This is an animosity about I've got road rage. This is an animosity about real life and not the movie. The fact that he said he found that Schwartz ring in a Cracker Jack box. Anytime I've gotten Cracker Jacks, I've never gotten anything more than a sticker or a, ta- a child's tattoo. I think Cracker Jacks used to have like cool prizes, cooler prizes, and then like because we, we don't do that. That's anymore. a diamond. Yeah, they're like pa- they're like paper items now. It's yeah, it's, no, it's like nothing but stupid. I don't think I get, I've actually had Cracker Jacks, like actual name brand Cracker Jacks. I the have. equivalent of a fortune in a fortune cookie. I'm a real big fan of caramel corn. I'm a crunching muncher. I'm a Cracker Jacker. I don't really care. I mean, I've had caramel. Careful like, of those twofers. What's a twofer? Your teeth. Oh, teeth. <laughs> I did. I cracked a tooth on caramel corn like a couple months ago. Don't blame the. Don't, don't blame that. It wasn't the caramel. It was the seeds. It was the corn. That's what I got to cut out. <laughs> yes. um, do I have any dislikes? Oh, I literally have nothing else. I, you, I, <laughs> this is more just personal. I've never liked the actor that plays her father, and I would take almost anyone. The king? You don't like him. Don't like the king. Okay. I'm fine. Don't know him. why. I don't know why. That's that weird. better be a good recast for you. That's all I'm saying. I don't really. even have anybody. Just Start anybody thinking, else. Buddy. 
Okay, I do ever, however, like his air. Air. You quote that at me all the time. But I don't like him. Do, do you know what? He has a really funny moment when he's like, would I lie? And his eyes like, well, that part's pretty funny. <laughs> that part is funny. I still don't like him. Yeah, I don't fair, know Those why. are two really funny parts. Would I lie? Um, any animosities? Any animosities? Questions? How come they can't breathe in space? How come they come? No, I'm joking. Well, I mean, that, I mean, that's like obviously a big one, but it's just a comedy. And you just got to let that slide. Uh, question. Is that doctor about to do a nose job with two meat cleavers when he's going in there? <laughs> What's it, it seems like he's just going to yeah. cut the whole thing off. I've he's, always been curious about the reverse nose job, too. Yeah, he seems to be that he needs to add what length, and yet he seems to be going in for a good chop motion. So that's well, he's got to grab it from somewhere else, I guess. I guess that's there. true. I don't know. It just seems very kind of He's the best plastic surgeon in all of the galaxy in Beverly Hills. Okay, this is you. Okay, you said the space thing, but this is something that even bothered me as a kid. When they run out of gas in space, they just start shaking and crash landing. That's not how space works. I mean, maybe if they're getting pulled into the gravity of a planet, but you like could have fooled me. That was just normal shit. For I thought me. that was pretty soundproof. I don't know why, but as a kid, I'm like, this isn't a plane. They're in fucking space. What are they doing? Um, here. Okay, here. Here is actually a thing I didn't like as a kid. So you know, when that um, after the the alien comes out of the stomach. And yep. he does that. Hello. Yeah. yeah. You can you see, see a you, pole. You can yeah. see the pole. You can see uh, the pole on its tail. I've like always right, been able to. It's, that's right, a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's right at the end as he's going back through the door. Like they they give him one little flare at the end of one last yeah. kick, but you can see that his tail's connected to the counter. Yeah, it's always pissing me off. That makes it funny, though. Come on. That's just <laughs> even it, more I mean, yeah, funny. It's not, it's not a very I'm, realistic I'm, puppet. It is very. I'm fine with the gimmick. Like, I'm fine with the joke. kicking slow motion right now. It looks like a goddamn clock piece coming out. That's not it. It's just I've always been able to see that. I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, I get that. You want just another take. Just give it another take, you know? We got we're <laughs> throwing money. This is a weird we twenty two million. This is like a side comment that I just kinda like. I like that Lord Helmet already has action figures of the good guys made. Like he doesn't just have him and his crew. He already <laughs> has their whole crew too. Uh do you want to know the story behind yeah, who's that? Who's his guy? Uh so we'll save it. We'll save it. Okay. Yeah, who's his toy are we, guy? Are we still in or I likes? guess that might just be merchandising. No, we're in questions coming in a Mas- but like favorite aspects. I'm just putting kind of casual likes in here under comments too, you know. Mm-kay. But that's about all I have. Casual likes, then. I casually like the dog treats and watching Barf eat them. Oh, you know what? This actually is another animosity that kind of goes off your uh, just simple, like the alien was clearly on a stick. At the end, when they're, cu- and they're, they're in the tunnel in the Winnebago, like looking for the self-destruct button, right? Uh-huh. When he's climbing down the ladder, it's like you can clearly see that that's like just like a rig. Well, it's like the bottom foot of a Winnebago, like into the top of that tunnel. Like, like there's no room for the rest of the Winnebago. It's just like the oh. ladder in the bottom of it. <laughs> You're saying they're too high to the ceiling. Yeah, it's like, it, like he should it, be just able to step out. Like, well, 95% of that Winnebago is like in the ceiling, if like by how they have it made. Yeah, but don't and you that's like always a, just bother me. I'm like, those proportions like are off. It seems like we have a problem with the budget because uh, none we, of these, none of these yeah, like, gags should bother you. It's the fact that they spent so much money and they're still <laughs> like visible. <laughs> this week, this week, it's my pretty only, petty my shit. Only problem, it's pretty petty yeah, shit it's, this week. It's it's only the 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 tail. I can. I almost feel like it's on. What about the, like the space cruiser in the desert when it's like floating, but you can clearly see that it's a mirror on the bottom <laughs> layer. <laughs> I, I kinda, that was, this was an unverified like is, facts. Yeah. Like that there was like, oh, it's not actually floating. It's just a couple of mirrors. Like we fucking know. Yeah, no we, know. <laughs> we, we get it. I definitely didn't know that. No, I, I, I knew that. Um, I do like, I don't know why this is a small like, so I'll put it in comments and questions, animosities, or I'll ask you as a question to make it. Do you guys like the costume change into Safari? Absolutely. I yeah. love it. I always thought that part was kind of funny. They're just like, he has the desert gear now. He has the desert gear on. <laughs> and it's still just like these like short, sh- like yeah. Steve, almost a Steve Irwin kind of <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. get up. But did you notice uh, in desert mode, he didn't use the dark helmet voice as much. 
There's more Moranis in there when it was closed. <laughs> this is what I this is what I noticed. Anyway, I think that's all I have. It's pretty petty this week. If you guys have any others, make sure you write in social media. You guys know how to find us. If not, I'll give a link to the we'll end. We'll try to get more for the, I mean, for Mel, the next ones. They're going to be tough. Yeah, we, we like movies. these movies. So there's not going to be a lot of, there's not going to be many animosities. It's going to be mostly comments and not really questions because they're pretty much parody movies. So yeah. we get we get it. Yeah, your only animosity would be I don't like it because of this. But we do, so no animosity. Moving on, you guys want to do... Um, so this one's kind of nice for recasting because it's a pretty small cast. So I, I pretty much kept it. To I the like these group. ones when yeah. just, there's less to pick, less to choose, less to pick from. Mine are mainly lateral moves, though. I don't feel like I have one that trumps anybody in the cast. Uh, let's just start with Lone Star. I think here. I do. Who do you guys have for Lone Star? Okay. Um, Bill Murray. Oh no! Shit! Did you oh, really Jordan come was, up with Jordan that? Jordan was talking about that earlier. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, me too. I was saying. Oh, I was asking this yeah. though. Do you think Bill Murray would be better for Barf or for uh, Lone Star? I could see him working either way. I think. You could so th- this is this is kind of. I don't even know You're how to describe. Right it. No, I'm getting a beer. This is kind of vain of me, but like not vain. I'm th- trying to think not of the right. man handsome. No, I'm trying. Well, I'm just trying to think of the right word. I, I want. I want. Okay. See, I almost liked you. You mentioned a couple nights ago Chris Farley as a Barf. I but, almost want that bigger. Well, that, well, that, well, that's what guy. I'm saying too, but it doesn't need to be because, like, really, if you think I know, about it, but that's just like, that's my selfish. Well, I know that's where my head is too. I'm trying it, to think of the right word. That's, it's just that's so, my... it's so locked in. That's just what you're you're familiar you're familiar with that now. But like, if you think about it for parody's sake, it should just be like kind of a tall person, kind of. True. Yeah, but, you're right. No, but, but because of John Candy, I, I want it to be that. But you don't want you don't want like a Chris Farley or Jack Black or someone. Let, we'll energetic. get to Barf, but as but far to go as along with your Lone Star, I was thinking that, and when Cameron brought up, oh, it's it's really not. He's acting kind of stiff. I think that Bill Murray would bring a lot of subtlety to the role and a lot more humor that Absolutely. maybe is, like could be there with the right. That person. character is missing something. Missing, Sorry, Bill Pullman. And it's that charming. That character like could Bill be Pullman. hilarious. And it's that charming flirtiness that's almost too much for, in, from Ghostbusters and like Stripes. Kind of, it's that. Uh, a Carrie Yules would be better than. I than thought Bill about Carrie Yules, but too. like the accent's throwing me off, and I don't. You know. You know the fuck that though. A lot of the Star Wars movie has British act- actors in yeah, them. Yeah, they're so. all the evil ones. Yeah, that's true. Um, I cop that, out and I put Ryan Reynolds in a lot of just like action comedy. Roles. So you agree that it needs something? That yeah, because obviously I, I, that's we all bringing. Went for funnier. We I also, all went for but, so that was my throwaway one. But my real one, Alec Baldwin. I could see him playing this role. I knew you were gonna say that. For I could see that. Could I could be, actually see that. It could be fine. Yeah, it could be. Young Alec Baldwin is looks a lot like same. that. Yeah, and he's wearing the same fucking wardrobe pack thing. Beetlejuice. That's what I say. Is that a Beetlejuice thing? Yeah, he's wearing the same thing minus the leather jacket. He's the, he's ready. I'm with you on Young Bill Murray though. I think it would have been. I could see that working. I think it would have been good actually, in this movie. Uh, yeah, in the specifically like, with the this... same cast, just replace him. I think it would have been good. All right, who do you have as Barf? I he's already in this movie. I have uh, Rick Ducommon. Who you would know as Art from uh, the, the the Burbs, burbs. with uh, the Tom Hanks from the Burbs. He's 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 the guy. He that says, do, he yeah, they it. beat the shit out of us too. He's the guy that gets his clothes stolen. So he's already in the movie. I, I love that. I, actually, that. that's great. I, I'd be fine with that. You lose the star power, obviously. True. True. But uh, yeah, that guy would be you do, good. That's that's what's tough about recasting John Candy, is yeah, you do the, you do lose some of that star power, and he's he's a name. Yeah, there's also something about John Candy. Just I mean. So warm. Well, I feel like a lot of like lovable, not to stereotype, but I feel like a lot of bigger comedians tend to be a little more agile and like 
like uh, hyper kind of to okay, like counteract well, like, the image. To put it an example, like, do I like John Goodman? Does he have a warm quality? Yeah, but does he is he barf? I don't think so. He's not barf. No, I don't think so at all. He's not. Well, he's not. He's more of a. He's less of a barf than um, I think Chris comedy. Farley would be. I I'm I'm seeing Chris Farley a little more. Do you now. think Chris Farley could like? Tone it down in any way, though. No, he would. It be, depends no, on no. how much coke he, he bought. It would just be Chris Farley. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? <laughs> and I think he did a lot. <laughs> no, well, I think he did a lot of coke. He wouldn't yeah. tone it down though, because he wouldn't have. Like you know so, what I mean? It would, just would have been right. Chris Farley. Would would that role? Would Chris Farley have been too distracting? Yeah, maybe. Or, to me, it would have. But just I don't know. An extra element. Maybe it would have been perfect. I don't know, but I don't think so. Because because. Just picture Chris Farley falling down one of those sand dunes. He would have been doing <laughs> cartwheels. I'm like, oh, God damn. <laughs> so you would have laughed at that, though, because that's fucking sure. hilarious. I would have laughed for sure. But he couldn't have said Sand nice going everywhere. Nice. Sorry. Nice dissolve. So Ooh, I put this is, mark. I that. put Bobby Moynihan. You told Ooh, that to me? I like that one. And I 100% loved it. One, I love Bobby Moynihan. Two, I, lo- I just I love it. I love it. It's great. <laughs> just one. Just one. <laughs> So far, nobody's disagreeing over here with Mark. No, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm fine with yours, man. That, that, that's a good one. I like my Rick Ducamin better though because it's mine. But I now I'm I'm <laughs> like seeing your too. point though that it doesn't need to be this kind of like jovial, no, bigger very, guy. He's very subtle though. Like 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 his uh, his jokes are always kind of like. Uh, it's not, it's not over the top, so that's why I can't see more of the energy. He's got his figure. own timing. Yeah, yeah. It's a John Candy timing. It's not a fat guy timing, necessarily. No, so I, th- I don't think it needs that. But you have the visual aspect that is just But I think Rick Ducamin does have that kind of same delivery somewhat, and it's a bit, it's a little more dry. Yeah, it's a dry, really, subtle delivery. He's drier, but he kind of seems like off-brand John Candy. Yeah, that's why I like it. <laughs> not in a bad way. It's just, a, it's a lateral know, move. Just like non-brand cereal. It tastes the same, but you know it's different. All right. Did I we think have- he was, oh, no, I was just kidding. I was going to say he was my only, like, like newer, newer actor that I put in, but that's not true. So I had one for I. I Bill Murray was my one A, or just A. My B for uh, Lone Star would have been Jake Johnson from New Girl. I just I, I don't know if I can see it. That's fine, but I do like him a lot. Well, but like no, actually, it could maybe work. I don't know. I just where did you put him in last week? Because I. I agree with that more than this. I guess oh, it's just a body week. type thing, I think. I just don't see him as like that action hero, you know? Yeah, but like Lone Star's not really an action hero. Not in this Shh. movie. I mean, he's like supposed to be like Han Solo. Yeah. I get that, but in the comedy version. You know, I could see it working. Um, but I think I put him in at... Um, I don't love it, but I can I'm see not going to put him there. That's fine. And I agree, and I probably shouldn't have said it because I'm just going to take it out. Um, but I, I, I last week I had <laughs> no, him in... Keep Scott. it in. Stop editing. Well, don't stop No, editing, I wish but. I could. I really <laughs> wish I could. Um, okay, moving on. I think I had him as um, the boyfriend that runs the, like the last boyfriend in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, okay. Uh, Princess, who'd you, guys have, who'd you guys have for that? I had a complete lateral move, um, but this is what I had. I had Jennifer Aniston from the first episode of Friends. And I think that's just the because of the wedding thing. dress. I think that's where Well, she plays going. a bratty person. She could have done this role. I also, I also thought of um, I guess that works. Yeah, that's Courtney a- Cox from Friends probably could have played this role. Okay. I, I kept it with a Mel Brooks theme. We I, went with, I, I kind of did a little like... Um, Sitcom-y yeah. kind of actors, kind too. Of a sitcom character. I kept it in the Mel Brooks theme, though, and I just uh, put Madeline Kahn, who was in who was in all the other movies. She's, History. like, too funny for this part. Well, that clue? What, 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 wouldn't that have been kind of nice, though, to have her as more Actually of a... Actually be funny? Yeah, instead of just uh, your damsel in distress character, it would have actually had some depth to the character. I but put what? Kobe Smulders in there. Yeah. Robin Scherbatsky. 
Oh, yeah. I'm same fine with thing. That. She, that she, can can, work. she can be funny in there. I also put Jennifer Connelly just kind of as a looks thing in a throwaway. I thought about Jennifer Connelly, but as a complete looks throwaway. I like my Madeline Kahn one, though, just because I feel like it could have built up the character a little Julie more. Julie Louise Dreyfus. Ooh, that would have elevated That's kind of nice. Yeah, I like nice. that one. See, we, I think we both we all wanted it to oh, be a little funnier. Yeah, that's the problem with it. She just she her character really doesn't add much, other than the "you shot my hair Rambo" moment, which is oh, another gag it. we forgot. We, we missed another a quote too. Drew. Nobody. Oh, she's a bass. <laughs> so again, guys, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're probably going to be hitting more of these as we go along. Funny, she doesn't look Jewish. True, we missed that one too. Do we even go over all the fourth walls? with those in gags? Hit them now. Yeah, we do. Uh, they'll come up as they come up. Let it happen right. naturally. You're Don't do force it in. It's just going to sound forced. Okay. Uh, did we have anyone else for the princess? Do you have, who do you have? Mm-hmm. You don't know, Mine was it. Jennifer Aniston. Uh, Lord Helmet. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go to Dot Matrix quick. Let's keep with their crew before we move on. <laughs> well, I, I didn't. I didn't necessarily need to keep Joan Rivers. So did you it just could replace be, it could her be with anybody? Kind I replaced of. her with a voice. Okay. Yeah. Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. Yeah, okay. So as, the, as just a voice, as a, yeah, just, just a funnier a voice. voice. I did something similar. I did Tress uh, McNeely, which is Neely, which is like uh, Lunch Lady Doris and like The Simpsons voice, or like Futurama, that cackly kind of witch voice you hear in a lot of cartoons. You want a you want yeah, a funnier she, she's voice. Just, she's just a cartoon voice actress who's been in a shit ton of things that we all know. I did. Um, they paid too much money for. I did Joan Joy Rivers. Behar just to keep with like an overpaid a, voice. Just a Jewish lady's voice, and then I thought Rosie O'Donnell. Did we all uh, pick Jewish ladies? Well. Is Sarah Silverman Jewish? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if mine okay. is. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I don't know if mine is. Uh, who's yours? Tress, Tress McNeely. Neely. Uh, she's not like, I, I don't know. The last name Jewish. sounds Irishy more than Jewy, but you know, who can say? McNeely. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so that one is kind of a throwaway just because it's not an actual person. It's just a voice. It could really be anybody. Rick Moranis. I didn't touch him. I didn't touch him. Either. I don't want to, but I, th- I, I threw one in just the I'm one that you threw out. Face. Dave Foley. Ooh, still can't do it. Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> Ooh, I don't want no. it, but like, I don't like it either. But I just forced myself to put one in, and I don't know. I was Dave just Foley. afraid somebody was gonna say Martin Short, and I'd be like, no, just on like a small factor, and they were kind of comedians. In David the Cross. Oh, you know <laughs> what? David Cross could actually be really funny in that. I couldn't put him in this movie, like with this cast. But if you recast the whole film. I would love him. to see him. I didn't like want to, to touch it. Rick Moranis, though. I, no, I like, agree. He, he, he's perfect. He's just so small, and like when, <laughs> when he's being lifted up by the ludicrous speed, like oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I just want to either. But I, that, that, the that, faces he makes, though, like when he's looking at people, it's just all good. There's so many like subtleties to this performance. Uh, did we have? Do you guys do any other recasting? I just kept it to those people. I kept it to those. Unless did anyone do Colonel Sanders? I didn't. Uh, Colonel oh Sanders, shit! No. I did. I did do a Colonel Sanders. Ooh, I, wa- I wanted to see Chevy Chase in here somewhere. <laughs> that could have worked. That could work. Uh, weird enough, I could see Alec Baldwin playing that role too. Kind of. I based on solely I kind of looks. Who's the other wrong. Baldwin? Billy. Billy. There's like a million. Stephen Baldwin. Stephen. Like Stephen. Oh well, Stephen. He's a little more been. evil looking. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had one for Tony. Um. Pizza the Huts. Okay. <laughs> so I, got, Come I, just, on. I just really thought that it'd be like, I thought Christopher Walken would kill that role. That'd be funny. I mean, it's just the accent. You're hearing an accent. Hey, I'm hearing what I'm hearing, but uh, that's, that's what I thought was good. I like that one. You guys. You guys. Or you pizza got, is going to call. For you. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, those are horrible walking accents. Oh, yeah, We're I'm, sorry, yeah. guys. I'm oh, not. guys, I can't do an accent. If this is your first episode, listen to the other ones. I can't you do guys. any uh, should we move on to uh, the Trinity? I did a good Bane once, te- like four years ago or That's seven years ago. Um, did we? Do we want to move on to the Trinity? Holy 
for first-time boom, listeners, boom, if you're just coming boom, in for boom, this, boom. Uh, the Holy Trinity is where we try to put Jeff Goldblum, Brendan Fraser, and Keanu Reeves into this movie in key roles. Okay. We barely got I'm there. I'm just going to get it out there. When you flash to the stunt doubles, it's just those three. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. <laughs> Initially, when that happened, I was like, oh, we could just kind of put them there. That did cross my mind, but I'm not that, that lazy. That didn't even cross my mind, but that's something I would do. Well, I'm going <laughs> to give you... That's my lazy Well, one. I got a treat for you. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's Lone Star. Yeah, I just want him as the main character. Uh, no. I, put, I put the other two put as, Keanu? as possible as Lone Stars. I put Keanu, Keanu as Prince Valium. <laughs> that's a good one. I could see that. I put Brendan Fraser's Barf. No, me too. I did Brendan Fraser's barf. I did Fra- I did a I did a mummy Fraser as I got as you. Lone Star. I could see that. I thought I, that I too. usually go a mummy Fraser. It seemed myself. like an easy one to me. I thought mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be in the majority there. Well, I don't see these guys working great in this film anywhere really. It's, like I don't know. It's not really. Ed- I put Goldblum as the news anchor at the end talking about Pizza the Hut. Ate himself to death. Just Rocky doesn't look five thousand. <laughs> oh, uh, Gold- Goldblum could be the guy that has the alien come out of his chest. Okay, instead of the actual is guy from the movie Alien. Alien. Okay. Yeah, then it, he's okay. also, you also know him as uh, Ollivander um, from oh, Harry that's Potter Ollivander? and Slash uh, nice. the Elephant Man. He plays the Elephant Man. Uh, I'm pound, 90% sure of that. Movie. I might be making that up, but I think that's right. No, that's right. If it, if he is indeed Ollivander, Ollivander plays the Elephant Man. True. I uh, am not but, an uh, I am a human being. And Keanu is just somewhere in there. Yeah, I really didn't have a good one for them this week. He's Lord I got, Prince I got, Valium. I got a throwaway I for you. Know. I'm sorry. I put guys. Joseph Gordon Lovett in this movie as, you can't, it, where, as the why? robot. <laughs> just just to throw him in. Then why wouldn't you put Keanu? Like, why I would will you say. Who, who oh, would you want mind. to be? I would want Jeff Goldblum to be the robot the most. He's turning our Mount Rushmore into or no, he's turning our, our Holy Trinity into a Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore yeah. He's putting another face on the on the mountain. Guys, 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 guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know yeah. what? I think Jordan Joseph Gordon Lovitz maybe has worked his way. In. He's been in like most of these anyway, you know. Please silence. Please silence your phone. Yeah, that's, that's embarrassing. Huh? Sorry. Please silence your phone before the feature. Uh, we kind of really, sh- kind of. I don't want to say shit the bed, but like I just didn't have any good ones this week. I don't see him in this movie. I could have put. All of them as just the um, a space ball, just a space ball. <laughs> no, just mostly covered <laughs> as in Lone Star. Each each of them could have been a good Lone Star. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah. They're all kind of just the lead action hero, maybe in this. I and then Jeff Goldblum's just a swarthy version. I of that. actually think Goldblum's the worst Lone Star. I, I could maybe see that too. I don't oh, know for sure. I agree with that. Half yeah. the time I'm putting Jeff Keanu's Goldblum probably in, the best. Half the time I'm putting Jeff Goldblum in a role. It's not because I think he's going to nail it. Keanu is. I think it's because he's going to be Jeff Goldblum in the role. Keanu's the most Bill Pullman esque, yeah. kind of just dry and yeah. You want more from? Sorry, Bill. Yeah. Again, guys, if you have better ones, write in at Cold Classics Podcast. Uh, that is our ha- that is our user. That's gmail.com. Cult Classics Podcast at gmail.com. Moving on. Unverified. 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 There's a lot of good unverified ones. So right off the bat, I just want to ask, do you guys know, I kind of looked up what movies they spoofed in this movie. Like, can do you, I know off the top of my head? I know. Can, can you name just from like the gags uh, I mean, and the jokes? The like, really what would know, you? I mean, Star obviously, Trek. Star Wars. Star Wars, obviously, just like from the, the main 90%, costuming. Ninety percent of what they're taking. Star from. Trek's the beam me up. Star Trek the beam me up. And then aliens, aliens from the alien at the end. And that's did, all I got. They did Planet of the Ape at very oh, yeah, at the end. Forget about that. Me too. They also did. You'll you'll know this. They did Wizard of Oz when they first meet yogurt. Yeah. Well, and were the like. 
I think he comes out from behind the curtain or something from behind his like a big <laughs> yogurt. Comes out statue. from a little oh, door yeah, in his yeah. legs. He does. But uh, it's four of them too standing there. It's that's mm-hmm. funny. Uh, I only ever really think of Alien and uh, in Star Wars, though, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, I only think of Star Wars, just thinking about it's like... Well, Star Wars for sure, but the beat me up is all Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's the main Star Trek, probably one they took from it, I'd imagine. Uh, the, kind of the coolest fact for me in this one was that uh, Mel Brooks gave George Lucas a copy of the script, and he loved it so much that George Lucas gave him uh, his special effects and lighting uh, crew like uh, company on the film Spaceballs to up their production value. And you and that's can tell why, they yeah, did it. Yeah, because it looks pretty good. Like, and I've there always was thought a, that. There was a caveat, though. He's like, you can spoof my movie, but you." he told this to Mel Brooks, George Lucas did, but you can't do any merchandising. And that's why he added this scene. Okay, I was just going to ask that. Is that why he added that? Because yeah, that's so, fucking hilarious. Yeah, all those, so they had all those products that never went on sale. In in that context, it's way funny. That's yeah. so funny. Then it's yeah, like yeah, kind yeah, exactly. of a little dig to him. Yeah, and I never knew that until tonight. And, it made, and that scene was already funny, but now it's like kind so of way much, funnier. So there's space balls. Because that the in itself paper. is like a, a fourth wall break. Yeah. Yeah. And then sure. and then because there's that little background story, that that's, that's so great. So much better. Uh, also kind of on top of that, uh, just because. Well, that makes the line and they're very like funny is like merchandising where the real the money's, money's made. made. Yeah. It's like a real dig. <laughs> yeah. At, like in the script. It's funny. Uh, also, um, just like another little fun thing because of that, because he had the rights to use some like, the likeness of Star Wars. Uh, the Millennium Falcon actually does make an appearance in the movie. It's at the gas station at the end. Uh, with the diner. diner. The diner mm-hmm. at the end. And they're filling up. If you look, you can definitely see it. There's also a like a U.S. space shuttle. Oh, really? Parked there. Too. Yeah, I noticed that, too. I wonder. I never. Is there a Star Trek and something in there? There's got to be maybe something, right? There, there's like eight ships there, but yeah, I, so I'm guessing some of those are probably other references. So George Lucas just must be like George Lucas must be just like a cool dude if he's just gonna like give some of these. He just must like a spoof. Yeah, but it wasn't just anybody. It was Mel Brooks. You know what I mean? But he it's, also it seems like he has a good connection. That's with, true. He also endorses like Robot Chicken. Yeah, he's, he's been another on Robot thing. Chicken. He's like, been on Robot like Chicken, and and then granted though that was like way after the fact when it has already become such an. I wonder if he would have been as cool about it at the time about stuff like that. If people, well, but also those are like two like groups of people that are going to do like labors oh, of love, love on because it. yeah because they're they're going to do it, right. That's true. Not saying that like it seems like now Lucas probably just not a South Park with the uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know South Park hasn't really parodied in any way Star Wars, right? Seems like they not would have done the I prequel somewhere. Maybe I mean I'm sure maybe they've been on for so they've been on for so long, maybe, but like but... not at least iconically like we know the other ones. Yeah, no, I don't think they have. Uh, just kind of quickly while we're talking about yogurt, uh, this is kind of just throwaway. But Mel Brooks just talked about how difficult it was actually to play yogurt because the makeup he used gave him a really bad rash. But uh, but apart from the uh, the gold paint was giving a rash, so they had to spread out the shooting days. But also he was just in a ton of pain from walking on his knees the entire time. I read that he's like, listen, huh. I'm not going to spend more than an hour in this chair, the makeup chair, Bell Brooks. So after an hour, he just got up and like left. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Oh, that's kind of he's funny. like, I'm not doing more than an hour in this chair. And since he was pulling all the strings, I guess that's just what you get to do. Huh. Well, that's fun. It's good to be the king. What else you guys got? You guys had more facts than me. Um, they used some green screen on this set, and since it was uh, on the shooting, since it was such an early application of it, people weren't used to it, and all the actors and crew thought it must be bad for your eyes. So in between takes on on shots where they're using green screen, green screen, they wore sunglasses. Because like oh. this has got to be bad for our eyes. Really interesting. Yeah. Like yeah, just the green sheet in the back. I guess yeah. The I light mean, is coming off this so. Strong. I don't know why they just That's all weird. thought it was like messing with their eyes, so they wore sunglasses. That is crazy, and it like dates it in a real way. Um, I I won't say the the two fil- 
prior to I think one of the Star Wars movies and after um, George Lucas split his production companies like he used one for special effects and then another one after and this is the first time the two special effects companies worked together on a film since like the last Star Wars or something like that oh that's crazy I didn't know that one um Two just kind of uh, quick uh, improv uh, scenes. One, when Dark Helmet is playing with the dolls, that was actually just an improvised scene where Rick Moranis made up all the dialogue. <laughs> nice. And then also when uh, Barf is getting out of his chair and he goes, oh, that's going to leave a mark. That was an improvised line. That almost seems like the most John Candy, though. Like, yeah, it does. That's movie. why it does. It seems That like, was just him literally saying yeah. that. Yeah, that yeah. Was... I think he forgot the seatbelt was on, <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's going to leave a mark. <laughs> yeah, that does seem very Candy-ish. Uh, Rick Moranis asked... Mel Brooks to have John Candy in the movies like he suggests him like hey you should put John Candy in this movie I wonder why I wonder like what relationship they had that uh, they're, sug- they're both Canadian comedians that kind of came oh, okay. up in the same I think they uh, did the S like the Canadian version SCTV. of Saturday Night Live is that what it is yeah, SCTV yeah so I, they, they kind of came okay. up in the same comedy scene together which is funny so though because like buddies they don't the really play off of each other at all in the and movie. they're really not in that many things to, that I can think of. is John Candy in uh, Little Shop of Horse at any moment? No, he's not. No, he's not. But you know, he is in Little is Shop Rick of Horse. Is Rick Moranis in Cool Runnings at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's a disapproving dad. Oh wait, no, that's a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other. He's he's somewhere on the U.S. committee, just sitting in there. Except you'd notice him. Uh, Rick Moranis like retired in like 1990 because his wife had like health problems, right? Well, no, she died. Oh yeah, I due think to health Cam- problems, right? Well, Cameron, yeah. you you told me that it's yeah. a real sad story. Well, yeah, yeah, he's sad. doing good now, and he has like he has some like albums out. I forget what instrument he plays now, but uh, he he kind of went the Steve Martin route. But no, he after his wife passed away, he just wanted to take more time to spend time with his kids, so he just gave up acting. There had been ta- talks between Mel Brooks and Rick Moranis to do a sequel to this, and they would call it Spaceballs Three: The Search for Spaceballs Two. <laughs> that was their working title, <laughs> which is never... what the search for more, more money. money. <laughs> which is the search for more money. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know they had a an animated like they made fun of the prequels. Oh yeah, the animated. I, series. I didn't know there was an animated series, and I didn't know there was an R.L. Stein book. R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I took the Jew all out of it. Uh, out of, in the, there's an R.L. Stein R. book Stein. Out, of, uh, out of out of this. But he, Stein, but yeah. we'll, we'll kind of to back me up though. He had a he had a writer's name for this one. He wasn't R.L. Stein, so Earl, yeah, so, he used yeah, a, a pen name. So well. But what's pen the book? What I mean, for. what's the book about? Just like a true. I adaptation? imagine it's like when you go to book Barnes and Noble and you see like you a, see one with a cover from the movie. The movie and it's like mostly pictures and it's like just pretty much a quick. Uh, That's quick the type synopsis. of books I was uh, doing book reports on as a kid. From A Apple to Z Zebra. <laughs> You're telling me most of it. Uh, this sounds like it would have been shitty. There were six complete uh, dot matrix costumes made, and they went through all six of them because it was continuously falling apart. It looks frenzy. Yeah, well, then it looks Why, stiff though? and uncomfortable. It, it just like it wasn't even that great of a costume. Yeah, you like, could have made it a little, maybe probably. The easier. only thing I'm missing is like an R two D two character. You could have had like a, Ooh, yeah, a Danny DeVito R two D two or some <laughs> shit. That would have been nice. I would have loved it to be like like robotic, but still have Danny DeVito's voice. Yeah. Oh, face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So this I, is kind of going into that. Um, they had a different costumes. Oh, you you can take it. No, I think you might be going on to what the I'm John Candy. Oh no, you go on. Then. So the John Candy they they originally had like his face covered more like uh, a traditional Chewbacca with a full mask. But Mel Brooks is like, well, why would I get John Candy just to cover his face? I can get anybody and pay him half the money. So they went through like different costume designs and eventually ended I up. I love that they, they kept like his face open. Too. Face. I you know like what I mean? too so much. Because like you could, for, his facial reactions are kind of one that's of the Because yeah. maybe I would like uh, Joan Rivers 
her, her, her character her, view was actually her. If, if it was her, you know, if I could see her face and more facial expressions, I don't know. Well, do you know what they used? Go, yeah, you told me this earlier and it blew you, my you, mind. You take it, you take it. I guess it was a mime, a famous mime. I don't know, yeah, you'd be a famous a fa- mime yeah. at the time. The the person that played... Um, so that probably cost a lot of money, too. Well, how much are you paying a famous mime? Good for know. that mime. I don't know how much... I don't know, how much no, so she was I don't a, know what a bad mime goes she was for. A famous, you know, I don't have a good She was yeah. a famous mime of the time, famous and mime. did like street performance and stuff, and she married another famous mime, and they had a pantomime ceremony. To annoy everybody. So in the escape pod <laughs> scene, there's like like um there's like three mimes who jump over. Oh, is, are, is, are oh, those, really? I, I, no, I don't know. Are these is is one of them oh, the husband? I'm just wondering. I hope so. Yeah, because he in. didn't get the role. Get him some work. Um, some of the footage from the escape pod was actually like footage from Star B footage Wars. from Star yeah, Wars. I read that too. I'm pretty sure the like the escape. I have it written here. The escape pod launch sequence. Oh yeah. That's what you were just saying. It's an unused clip yeah. from Star Wars. Which is kind of cool that like he gave him. Yeah, that. just not only gave him the rights, but it just gave him them shit to use. That's crazy. But to do like to like grease the wheels and make some of it, like like the relationship between Mel Brooks and George Lucas, he paid Mel uh, Mel Brooks paid George Lucas five million dollars to do the the post production. He did like all the special effects. And oh, that's editing. cool. But he's like, yeah, you can you can use it's all my shit. It's kind of funny because like the five million the main big ship that you see, like it does look pretty similar to like an old star wars movie yeah, it's yeah. not that much no yeah like no. Even when i was little I, I always remember people like god this is like pretty much the same thing like, and i think that's what adds to the like jokes about that because it really does look a lot like star wars yeah it really yeah it really does this uh, is side kind note, of a... when we when cameron and i went to see this um at a oh, yeah. showing <laughs> swear to god the most laughs i've heard about that like we were I, i've never laughed at that opening gag when the ship's going by and the music keeps cutting off and coming back in just it's like when's it gonna end kind of joke but the theater started erupting in laughter, and it got me. It was contagious. Yeah. I'm like, I'd never laughed at that joke, but it got me. It was right. kind of like, I will have meatloaf. He's going to have some meatloaf. Like, <laughs> we got into it. We didn't know what we were signing up for, but it was fun. Uh, here's something you would, you would, might not expect. Uh, Mel Brooks talks about, uh, he kind of regrets the jokes about, like, the Druish princess and funny <laughs> that she doesn't look Druish. He, at the time, he said he was kind of embarrassed about putting those jokes in, but he's happy now that they've lasted. And they that, seems, oh, that seems right up his alley. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought, too. I thought he, w- he was ashamed of the Druish connection. I think just because of a stigma, and he didn't want to, like, I don't know. No, it seems like that's his thing. Yeah, I know, and I don't know. Into that's it. why it's kind of surprising me. But In he, fact, he, the joke where he's reading the necklace, like, <laughs> I'm just clearing my throat. And he's just clearing his throat. I love that one. That's a great joke. Uh, I'll throw away one. The original working title, the original title for the movie was supposed to be Planet Moron. That's awful. I don't like that. That sounds like a bad parody movie. Well, they didn't use it because there was a bad parody movie called called like like Planet Moron. Yeah, called Planet Morons, like being made or already made. So that was their working titles. Um, I read this and I don't know if it's factual, so this is completely unverified. He's like, when they were thinking about the titles, like, I know I want space in it somehow and we make screwball comedies and like mel brooks got up and he hit his balls and just goes my balls and they like put in space i'm not balls. a huge fan oh. of the name like i like i get yeah but it's just like it. well be, can... because of the name like so much leads into their helmets like they're True. obviously going for ball jokes so do you think all those it, help, it does help like like sort of bring to life the fact that it's a spoof con- like right on the right off the bat like yeah, I don't for know. sure. I will say this. It could be more clever, though, I thought. Yeah, it definitely is. is it, would you consider this a clever movie? No. No, right? I'm, I mean, that's not really Mel Brooks's thing. It's not witty, clever comedy. It's sticky, theatrical. It's, it's like funny. old. It's, it's all. It's like old. It's, all it's like um. What's the word I'm looking for? It's like slapstick. old. It's like vaudeville slapstick kind of comedy. Is more of a style. It's an older I think form. They call of it. it the Borscht Belt. Yeah, it's more of like a theatrical, older kind of 
stage form stand of comedy. Up in the cat yeah, skills, that kind of stuff. Uh, what else you guys got? Uh, yeah, I've I've got a few. You guys kind of went. Uh, you guys kind of <laughs> went off there. Well, I'm out, <laughs> so it's all you. Oh, great! So it's just gonna be me for the last half. Oh, not not with the magic of editing. Uh, Mel Brooks came up with the idea after he like had he had a western, and Blazing he had Saddles. like yeah, Blazing Saddles. He also had like a the horror shtick one. Uh, but he didn't have like a like a space one, so this is how he kind of came up with the Probably script. Probably could have cost one. a fuck ton of money. That would it stop. It only me from took doing him it. like six months to write the script. I mean, it's it sounds like a short time for me, just for someone who writes music and and yeah. stuff like that. But like, I guess if you already have like a spoof idea that you're writing on, it's not too crazy just to write. No, it's, I got it a seems fun like fact all for you. joke writing at that. Yeah, point. it's just it's just joke writing. They kind of have the bones exactly. of the. the the movie. I have a fun fact for you, completely unrelated. In the seventh or sixth grade, we're all made to read the book My Side of the Mountain. And a fact about that book is it was written in a week. And our teacher told us to that told us that fact. Like, can you believe it? I can. I hate that book. Moving on. In seventh, no, in eighth grade, we watched the Gettysburg um, over four months, but the battle only took four days. <laughs> We learned about it. We won. Um, These are some more casting things that you guys mentioned earlier, but I'm pretty sure Mel Brooks wanted to cast oh, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise and or Tom oh, Hanks. Let's talk as, about that a could that have worked? Tom Cruise's actions no. are no. surprisingly funny, though, in his roles. See, I don't think he, him as a person isn't, but he yeah, but Tom Cruise, 1997. I don't, I don't no, like either true. of those castings. I, I like actually, Bill Pullman before I like either Bill of Pullman. those. I agree. I, agree. I actually think I like Tom Hanks the least. He would have spent 20 eight million on the movie <laughs> instead of 25 that he cast either of those guys through i think they were yeah i don't know i'm glad it didn't work out it was like a happy accident oh i had i'd read that for the colonel sanders steve martin right yeah oh that could have been good actually i would have liked that a lot yeah i think, I I think that would have been cool Especially, that's why i wanted a chevy chase some some bigger name guy for that character there's a movie out there for you you might like it it's called three amigos Oh, you'd love that movie. It's Chevy Chase. I've Hansen. seen the movie. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. oh, I thought you were telling him like you'd no, never just seen it. No, no, no. Like, my God, Mark, okay. you've never seen Here, Three Amigos? Here's a question for you, though. This or is Michael's quick. only movie. If we replaced Martin Short, who I don't like that much. With Rick Moranis? With Rick Moranis and Three Amigos. Is that movie better? Yeah. I think. You're getting a lot of chirping from this side of the room. I yeah, because like, I th- I here's why, though, because he hates. Rick, what do you think? He hates you're Martin Short so much that it's. You're saying Rick Moranis like for him. Martin Short? Yeah, and three. Oh, amigos. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, That's I'm awesome, with you there. Right? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Here's okay. part of my thing, though. He's been hating on Martin Short. Some really ill-advised chirping over here. Okay, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I like Martin Short a lot in Inner Space. I think that movie's funny. What do you yeah. think about Inner Space? I think it's like barely a comedy, but yeah. I liked it growing up, but it's just a weird movie. It's weird. When's the last time you've seen it? I don't know. Like Maybe sometime in the it. late nineties. It's probably not as good as you remember. Well, that's probably here's not. another kind of like casting unverified. One of the Dinks is played by Tony Cox, who's also like played an Ewok in Return of the Jedi. Oh nice. Oh, I did have a question. What are the Dinks trying to parody? I didn't get that. Just seven dwarves? Is it just No. They're the The Ewoks? No, 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 no. They're like the they're like the desert oh, fucks. Yeah, that makes that's sense. That's what they're supposed to be. Oh, okay. Okay. They do like a weird yeah, yeah call. Okay. Your camera got it. That makes sense. But just, I think I, know it now. I think it's the fact that they're little people is what throws you off. They're about doing it. a song at the beginning, like dun, dun, yeah, they, they turn dun, into dun, like a dun, seven dun, dwarfs dun, thing. Dun, like, so yeah. it's like a, it's a parody of two kind of. Oh, that, for also, sure. Yeah, they, the that fucking, threw me off too. Until did the just minions today. completely steal this from sh- from them? Because that's all the minions do, right? Ding, 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 ding. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, minions. 
<laughs> oh, this was this is maybe my favorite unverified one. After um, Spaceball One leaves Ludicrous Speed, uh, Doctor Helmet tells the crew to like take a five, take a five minute break. I like that you just gave uh, him a PhD though, Doctor Helmet. <laughs> if anything, it'd be Mister. Did I say Doctor Helmet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After Spaceball One leaves Ludicrous Speed, Dark Helmet tells the crew to take five. Mm-hmm. You don't see the crew again until like pretty much exactly five, minutes, five later. minutes later in the movie. That's funny. Yeah, smoke if you got them. I I will say this: I'm surprised n- nobody's smoking in this movie. This like I mean I think your argument could space, just be space. I think that's why. Sure, but if they were Future smoking, space. would you have cared? No, you would have been like that makes sense. I guess the only person that smokes and this is a I question. mean they don't smoke in Star Wars too. I guess thematically it just also doesn't go with what they're parroting. <sighs> yeah, but okay, you know in the stunt doubles. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's smoking. There you he's go. He's smoking a cigar. But does he got a Hitler mustache? Yeah, a little bit. Is that a joke yeah, or does. is that just we just let that go? Uh, I What's think if the you, joke? If you have long hair, I think you can just have it. Um, What's the difference between a Hitler and a Chaplin, though? Uh, the World War II. <laughs> a lot yeah. of sound. It, I think it's 1935. Prior to that, it could be. <laughs> Two anything. years. Yeah. After that, it's just Hitler. <laughs> it's Hitler after 35. Prior to that, you got the Chaplin. Mm hmm. After you thirty five, you got the you got the Hitler. Oh, uh, the soundstage used for used for Yogurt's Temple was the same uh, one used for the Yellow Brick Road scenes in. Oh, really? Like is that, the, so is that why they did that? Oh, probably in yeah, the was, uh, Wizard, of Wizard of Oz. Sorry, and I guess like some <laughs> of the crew would eventually like stumble across like some like pieces of like the Yellow Brick Road. Oh, that's, that's cool. Funny. Yeah, huh. I like to hear those like historic movie, movie soundstage. Yeah, me too. And that, but like sometimes you'll be like, the view is shot on the historic. I'm like, well, that's But I mean, waste. Wizard of Oz, well, that's that's 1930 yeah, a whatever. Time. Don't tell me it's a fact if it's like, this was shot in Universal Backlot where they wow, shoot yeah. everything. So that's you know? like 50... Yeah, that's yeah, that like, that's like crazy. Years. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah, and it's that's also crazy. crazy that like nobody would just... I took keep the a break. Piece of, yeah, keep a piece I'd of take that. that break. Yeah. It's also crazy that people are doing such shoddy work that that can remain. Smoke and mirrors, Cameron. Sorry, I've Smoke got I've got like two more. No, um, during the the scene with Michael Winslow, uh, the radar technician. Ah, that was it. Yeah, he did all of his like own voice. sound effects. Yeah. I was hoping well, one he, of you guys was, would try to go for he it because I was tried it. Well, he was known at the time as like a sound effects guy. Kind yeah, of, really? That, he, he he had like a shtick. In well, the I think it was a stand up, and that was his. Shtick. Yeah, he he, it was like yeah. Oh, okay. He was on the Police Academy movie. Yeah, I was I that was well. his big thing. I there. guess like in the in the commentary for the for the movie that uh, Mel Brooks was just basically like it saved us, saved us some money. <laughs> like had like and it was funny too. So like you know, win win there. Um, and the barf costume was operated by three people, including Candy. Oh, George Ooh. was telling me this. The tail that had a battery that weighed 40 pounds. Was it's it, the ears. That, or the ears. The ears that's, was the that's battery. That's heavier than a fucking car battery. John Candy was the one who operated the tail. Yeah. And then like two other people operated the ears. Individually operated the ears. So like one person was on the it left. Seems a little silly, right? There was only like two times where these ears perked up. Yeah, that up. seems a like, bit much. And, for and Mel Brooks didn't, didn't like it because it was distracting in scenes where John Candy wasn't talking. Doing anything. Yeah. But that would suck to have to... Half that around. I yeah, will but if say you're a bigger though, guy, you're, it's kind of easier to like kind of just have loads on you, you know, and walk around kind of. Yeah, but you know, sucks still. Yeah, yeah, it still sucks. Probably hot as shit too. Anything else, fellas? Mm. That's all I got. There's probably more out there. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Okay, so moving on to Mount Rushmore. Uh, Mount Rushmore, top four. 
Uh, if you're new to the podcast again, this is where we just rank our top four of any particular category. That right is off the bat, I just want to see. Can you name the presidents on? No, Mount I didn't Rushmore? say it. Roosevelt, Lincoln, Washington, Jefferson. Nice. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Ding 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 ding. ding, 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 ding. We got it. All right. So the top Fifth four grade. is top four. our top four. <laughs> the, a top four uh, listing of things that kind of relate to the Mark, movie. what do you got for your uh, top four this week? I'm doing spoof movies. Okay, cool. It is the it is a Mel Brooks movie. Is the number four? Yeah. What you got? It could, could be any of them. It's Spaceballs. Okay. Well, I can't disagree with that. I love that movie. Yeah, out of out of yeah, that might be my favorite spoof. Three movies. only because we've done it, and I don't want it to be a top one. Is is Spinal Tap? Ooh, that's a good one. That's good. That one didn't really even cross my mind. Um, and then then comes. Um, it's ah oh, fuck. It was either a tie between the scary movies or Austin Power movies. Ooh, ooh. I didn't think of Austin Power. They kind of were in the same category Austin for me. Kind of just silly, funny. I would have a caveat caveat here, so that I would only say scary movie two and kind yeah. of one. I, that's funny. I wanted to group them together, but yeah. it's, it's it's truly scary movie two. Yeah, when really. I say scary movies, <laughs> it's a scary movie two. Same for me. Um, and then then there's Shaun of the Dead. You know the the, the, the Edgar Wright Simon Pegg. Yeah. that makes sense. That'd be my number one, probably. That's my too. number one, but specifically sure. Shaun of the Ooh. Dead, not necessarily the the the, the other trilogy. The rest of them. That makes sense. Okay, Here's I would maybe put the whole trilogy as my number one. My number two might be Austin Powers. Now that you said it, three might Austin be... Austin Powers is good. Yeah, three might be scary movie. What was your What was your number three? Uh, scary movie or Austin Powers? Oh, what was your What was below that? Oh, one? sorry, uh, Spinal Tap. Yeah, and that might be my number four. Okay, this week for my top four, I'm doing my favorite Rick Moranis roles, and kind of similar to Mark. If like let, you know, I'll get to it. Okay, so my number four is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Not necessarily any of them in particular, but pretty much the first one, really. The first one. I mean, I can say I've seen the third one of Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves a bunch. I'm glad you included those. I was, I was when I heard that you were going to do that as a category, I was scared that you weren't going to include add it. In. Gotta that, have it's it a childhood classic. It almost honestly didn't make the list. It was an honorable mention. But the third that's Honey, I was, That's what I was worried about. It was potassium and bananas. Yeah, that, but also that one, I actually, I've actually seen that one a shit ton because it was just on the Disney Channel a bunch of It was on we TV kids. a lot when we were growing up. Honestly, that movie alone is how I have potassium in my body. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the only reason yeah, I have it. Uh, my number three is Little Shop of Horrors. One, it shows that he's multi-talented. multi-talented. He can sing. We're going down to... Okay. Uh, sorry, I, I was not going in the right key. <laughs> Try to give me again. Give me again. Down, I don't even know down. if that's the right lyrics to lead up. Uh, I would sing the song that's not his, actually. It'd be just Suddenly Seymour. I mean, he sings, he sings it. it. He's part of it. He's part of it. Uh, my number two is Ghostbusters. I think I like him better in Ghostbusters He's two. not going to... He's not going to... He's going to... He's going to miss one. Probably, I'm, I'm all ears, but like can't disagree with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, really oh for sure, is that's, two. That's my yeah. number two. I, I can't decide if I like him better in one or two more, but maybe two. He's he's pretty funny in one. When he, I, I don't when know, he becomes man. A, when he becomes a gatekeeper and he's being all weird. He, that's <laughs> that some good shit. Uh, my number one is Spaceballs. I don't Ooh. disagree with it. Here are my honorable mentions. Little Giants. I'm, I'm, Ooh, and I'm a little would, upset that that's I, on. I, I, see? See? Now, now I you would, agree. Uh, I had a feeling that was the one that Mark wanted. And also Parenthood. I have on my honorable mentions. I knew that wasn't going to be above three, so. <coughs> I thought about Parenthood. I get why you couldn't keep it on because it's... It's not a good role for him, but I, but he's funny it's his, in it. And it's like Steve Martin's movie it's, it's primarily. Little Giants should have been your four. What was your four? Honey, Honey I, I Shrunk. Kids. Yeah, but how should have been your three. It? Little Shop of Horrors. Go, I, I, you the, kick out Little Shop? No, I didn't want to. I'm moving everything up and putting little giants on the bottom and just space balls. We done it. <laughs> you know, I, I had a feeling you're going to go. I, I had some problems with this. Movie. I understand why you didn't 
have it on the list, but you didn't even honorable mention Flintstones. Oh, I was going to. I did watch the Flintstones a lot as a kid. That live action one with John Goodman that is and Halle pound Berry. for pound the sexiest Halle Berry has ever been in her life. And I'm including when she gets naked in movies. Um, <laughs> she's got it going on in that there. movie. I mean, it's early on, earlier on in her career. That's part of it. And it's weird it. to say in a kid's movie she's a sexist. And I, I saw it as a kid. I'm like, I don't know who she is. But When's the last time you saw it? To counter what you said to me earlier. Um, I'm pretty sure she's still sexy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I didn't, I, mean, no I didn't put that one on just because it's not a great movie. But I did watch it a lot. A lot, a lot. Jordan, are you ready for your top four? I'm not completely ready, but I'm going to do it. Okay. My number four is Annie Hall. It's not my favorite movie. Time out. What's your category again? Sorry. Breaking the fourth wall. Gotcha. Oh, we're Annie finally Hall. getting there. Um, we're back. It's one of the first comedies that did it. It, it opened the door to a lot of other ones. Okay. Annie Hall. Um, is it fun? What, like, what, do you think I would enjoy it? No. Not nowadays. <laughs> no? I don't, I don't think. Like, it, really? You don't think I, like. I don't know. I don't think it stands up as much as some of it. It is a classic movie. I've never seen it. I don't know. Try it out. Probably not, though. Annie Hall. Annie Hall. What's it about? Um, it's like a romantic comedy, but the whole thing is, is in the lead is. Uh, I think I might like it. Um, who who Woody Har- Woody 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 Harrelson? No. Woody Allen. Sorry. It's a Woody Allen movie. So do you like Woody Allen as yeah. the lead? Yeah, you might like. Oh, it. Oh, as the trying. lead, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Like it's it's, it's, it's neurotic Jew. If you like them, then maybe you'll like it. That is not Woody Allen. All, but go on. <laughs> Does it sound like a neurotic Jew? It sounded like a weird leprechaun. Guys, I don't do... <laughs> moving on, like moving on. Man, moving on. I really thought this list was going to go so much better. My three for... Maybe it's because we started and we stopped and you won't list it, goddammit. Okay, number three is Ferris Bueller. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And his day off. That one could be higher for me, depending on what you have. I don't number know. Number two it's a good movie. is Wayne's World. Cameron Ooh, that's a good one. Number one is Spaceballs for me. Hmm. Because it just has... It has the most, like unique break in a movie you really like that movie within the movie scene you don't not as much as you it's funny but you, you honorable I mean, mention is alfie it's the first movie i believe that did it where the a character talks to camera starring uh michael kane i like your list man it seems like i'm getting crickets here. i think because <laughs> we've started and we stopped and then you're also looking around for praise while you say each one yeah i didn't get <laughs> i think a bigger one like blazing saddles has a bigger fourth wall than than Spaceballs to me, yeah. I would just say that there are other ones that like it's good to be the king. I, I'd almost say that's like just more like iconic one that he has. Oh, Defend yourself. I also Don't haven't. So- I also haven't I heard think- of what is this, Annie? Annie Hall. Annie Hall. I haven't heard of that. So I mean, that's her, I know the title, that, but that I still takes know one it. off the list. I I really agree with your Ferris Bueller, and I really agree with the Spaceballs. Yeah, those two. What are about strong. Wayne's World? Oh, the Wayne's World was a good one too. He's not Annie Hall. He's talking to the camera most of the time where he's just describing his life. Wayne's World might be my number one as far as the camera breaks. The whole thing is Wayne just talking about his life to the camera. Maybe that's my number one. I'm really fucked up. So so I guess does that constitute it as as a fourth wall or is it just kind of like a docu whatever I, yes because because a lot of the rest of the movie they're just it's just the actual plot yeah but there's just key moments like when they're doing the commercial breaks and he's like i mean hi welcome to aurora and he's like welcome to that there's like key moments where they if, do it if i would have added to i know sh- but is that is that just them taping is that just them there's dramatic filming their thing where, whereas like a fourth wall is like the oh they're literally breaking um, you get what i'm saying yeah, like, no, but, right. I, but i think it there's does no that. camera involved but I think it does. I think it. Does. I think it does too, but less so than Blazing than Spaceballs. Because well, because Wayne's World is more of like a feature thing where it's like kind of his dialogue to the audience. Where the rest is kind of well, like Blazing, a joke. Well, Blazing Saddles, I actually break out and like are on like a felt like 
a soundstage, right? Within the movie. So you're saying that's they less. They break through a wall. No, I'm saying that's more, but I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't like that movie as much, so I didn't put it in mine. Gotcha. I don't even like Annie Hall all that much. Well, it's, just... it's, I feel like your list should be moments of breaking the fourth wall, not necessarily. Oh, specific moments? Yeah. Well, that might be better, but you know, it's your list. It's your thing, man. It's well, not my list. Fuck your list. No. That's how I feel. God, I thought this was. Yeah, you feel. That's what the top four is for. Stop. Well, there's this. a good debate here. You know, that's, that's the whole there's point a lot of, of dramatic movies that I don't feel like dramatically I care as much. Like Wolf of Wall Street, he kind of does it the whole time. Um, Goodfellas, he does a little bit where he talks to the camera. So, uh, like, anytime it's American just I'm not, Psycho. I'm not a huge Office fan. The Office, like, I've actually like a, never seen but like, just subtle moments. Even like sometimes in Modern Family, they'll do it where they're like, they like look at the camera for like I'll count that one, approval or something. Things like well, Park I and Rec and Office shows. where they actually have like interview segments. I don't count that. Well, then what? That. Then obviously Zach Morris from Say by the that Bell counts. would be in it if you do. That's a major TV one. shows. Yeah. Well, can I put that then? Yeah. So I'm taking out Annie Hall and I'm putting in Saved by the Bell. Cool. So Saved by I the like Bell is four. No. No. no, no, we're good. <laughs> Saved by the Bell is number four. Um, Ferris Bueller's number three. <laughs> All right. You have the most intriguing category. Number it's, two. It's, it's, I'm actually gonna put Spaceballs number one. I'm putting. I'm putting Wayne's World. I really refixed it. I, I like, like Wayne's World a lot. I like this list way better. I agree with this one more. Okay, let's, let's but, start you know, from the top. Don't don't change for me, baby. Just you don't do your thing. This is your list. Don't shit on my list so much. Uh, no, I do kind of like reworking the list. Yeah, though. I do like talking so, about it. So and... my list is now Saved by the Bell four, Ferris Bueller number three, Spaceballs number two, and Wayne's World number one. Breaking the fourth wall in comedies. I like it. Deadpool's my honorable mention. Every other movie can get fucked. Oh yeah, Deadpool's gonna be going. Uh, that's, our, that's our top four for the week uh, Hopefully you guys liked our take on Spaceballs But uh, as we go through this week Again, there's a lot of lines and like quotes and gags We're going to miss a lot of key moments that you might love So make sure you hit us up online uh, I, uh, on, Just uh, comment on one of our tweets or something, please uh, But these Mel Brooks uh, movies have a huge following and fan base So uh, if you love them as much as us Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Cult Classic Podcast uh, and if you have any movie requests, again, uh, make sure you hit us up on cultclassicpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're unhappy, unhappy, unhappy. All right, signing off, everybody. Thanks for listening. You know how I felt after my list? I felt like shit. <laughs> Jesus. You, uh, th- that's usually how you feel after all of your... Uh, you never feel like you get enough praise after your top four. Uh, they all end like that. that was like, but that was, that was a good time. Yeah, and that's how the, all the podcasts end. With you saying, God, that was a good fucking list. I don't get enough respect. <laughs> so check us next week where Jordan won't get any respect for his top four. E- email me if you respect my top four. <laughs> it's, why they stuck the, it's why they stuck Mount Rushmore in the Black Hills of fucking South Dakota. Because South Dakota. <laughs> they get no respect. <laughs> no one goes there. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. I guess I'm really the Herbert Hoover. If, uh... Don't cut a short. Sorry. <laughs> I, thought, I didn't know he was going to keep going. Well, thanks for listening to our take on Spaceballs. Uh, check out next week where we're going to be doing um, what we're going to be doing: Robin and Men in Tights. Tight, tights. Bye. 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 Bye.